This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify. The global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 22 of Optimal Living Advice, the podcast where we take any questions you might have about the many struggles of life, and we get them answered for you here on the show. I am your host, Certified Life Coach Greg Audino, and today's question has some layers to it. We've got a multifaceted question regarding self-love, which of course is something we all strive for. There's a lot to talk about, so we shan't wait another minute. Here we go. Hello, Greg. Thank you for your podcast. I have thoroughly enjoyed each episode so far. You are an amazing addition to the old group. I have a question for you regarding something that has plagued me for many years, as long as I can remember. It impacts my marriage, my libido, and overall it distracts me from joy. I'm not sure where it stems from, but my self-esteem surrounding my physical body and appearance has been lacking, to say the least. I have a sense of guilt, shame, and ultimately disgust for my body when I'm not eating perfectly or exercising enough. As a matter of fact, I don't even know what enough is anymore. I'm always hearing to love yourself and feel good in your own skin, but those terms always make me feel confused. I wouldn't even know where to start, and I'm not even sure it's possible to feel those things. So my question in short is, how do you not only practice self-love, but actually feel self-love and let go of guilt and shame? I'm not a shallow person, and I find this part of my personality to be annoying and not consistent with what I believe. So how on earth do I shake it? Now, now. I know I said once upon a time that we'd sometimes cut down longer questions to make sure the key points were hit and that there wasn't too much repetition, but if you think that I'm going to cut down that beginning, that tire pump, that wonderful display of support, you're out of your mind. So never mind thanking me. Thank you to the woman who sent this in, not only for those very kind words, but also for sending along such an important question. One particularly interesting element I find in this question is that you can identify these feelings as being inconsistent with what you believe. That's a big realization to make, and it sure is interesting when we find ourselves acting on things that we don't want to, when our minds are out of alignment with our hearts, uh, in other words. We find this in all facets of life, right? Taking jobs with good pay even though we know they don't fulfill us, getting into arguments with people over things we know aren't worth arguing over, even having sexual fantasies that are fun to dream about but we wouldn't actually want to happen in real life. This lack of alignment is something we run into a lot. And though we aren't necessarily proud of these feelings, certainly not enough to consider them as things we value, they are things that we value. They are values that have been instilled in us, which can be different from values we want to live by, but they're values all the same. They become intrusive when we try to go to war with them and don't pay them proper attention or proper honor. 
And given the way this has impacted major areas of your life for so long, I could understand how enough disdain might have built up that it's easier for you to not be at peace with these difficult-to-understand feelings. One thing you'd mentioned that I would encourage you to keep pressing is finding where it stems from. Uh, I know you said you don't know where it started, but it definitely started somewhere. And partnering up with a therapist, perhaps, to help you identify where it began, I think will be of huge benefit to you. That doesn't mean we can't do some work here and now to figure that out, though, uh, which we'll get to. Ultimately, the goal of targeting where it started is to then differentiate that time and those feelings from this time and your own unbridled opinions. So we can do some of that too. So bearing in mind all that's been covered up to this point, I want to start pulling a couple couple of tricks from a, a gregaudino.com video I released back in September that answered a viewer's question about cultivating self-love. A big part of practicing and feeling self-love, as you put it, is focusing on just the opposite. It's focusing on self-hatred. Self-love can't happen if we're just constantly reaffirming the good in our lives and trying to capitalize so much on what's easy to love that what's easy to not love will go away, okay? It doesn't work that way. That which we don't like about ourselves is still a part of who we are, and all the self-love techniques in the world are never going to work if we're trying to mute that bad stuff. The more these bad things, so your feelings of disgust for your body, the more those are tucked away and ignored, the more powerful they'll become and the more shame you'll feel. So for you to explore these things a bit and truly begin the process of self-love, let's first take a look at how and when it exists in your life. What are the triggers? All right, so brainstorm that in your life, which might support this idea that your body is somehow not good enough at this moment. Is, um, is social media further reinforcing unrealistic body expectations? Are the TV shows you're watching reinforcing unrealistic body expectations? Think hard, and then ask yourself if there's much in your life that facilitates body acceptance. Identifying the external factors whose, um, whose messages might be holding you back and further feeding into the idea that your body needs to somehow be better is a great beginning because you can then get to work on steps that weaken their presence in your life. So maybe it is less time on social media or different TV shows if those examples happen to be true for you. So consider the amount you indulge in these things now, how much you'd like to indulge in them, and what you can do to bridge that gap. Developing those kinds of steps are right in the wheelhouse of what a life coach can help with, which might be something to consider if you find yourself having trouble doing that on your own. In reaching conclusions about how much of a presence you'd like these triggers to have in the future, in an ideal world, what you're doing is reordering your priorities, proving that reordering to yourself and setting yourself up to make changes. Some triggers are easy to identify, uh, or at least tougher to swallow than others, though. Lessening exposure to really distant and unemotional triggers can be of great use, but in some cases, we find that the triggers come in the form of things that are harder to limit, mainly relationships. Some triggers are easier to identify than others, though. And lessening exposure to really distant and unemotional triggers can be of great use, like social media and TV. But in some cases, we find that the triggers come in the form of things that are harder to limit. Unfortunately, it's usually relationships. Because of the unspeakable importance of relationships and how much they influence us, the ideals that those relationships reinforce can take a huge toll on how we behave on both the inside and the outside. 
And that being said, I highly encourage you to question what role your relationship dynamics might have played or are currently playing in your battle to be comfortable in your own skin. Have you maybe received enough compliments in the past about your body that were enough to convince you that it was worth maintaining? Or maybe compliments that were just well-timed when you didn't have much else to feel confident about? Are you spending time around people who put a lot of emphasis on having a lean, fit body and thus buying into this because it seems like everyone else does? See, whatever those close to us find significance in, whether it be directly geared towards us, like in the form of a compliment or something more general, these things can swarm our minds because of our craving to be connected and unified within these communities. If after some self-work we find that these communities are not conducive to what we actually do believe for ourselves, it might be time to limit exposure to them, or at the very least question them and seek to understand whether or not these communities really do uphold these values. This sort of questioning could very well help you find that the people you thought loved you or others for their bodies actually have a love that runs much deeper than that, or maybe even are stuck in the same cycle that you might be, answering to a community or a value within a community that they don't necessarily agree with wholeheartedly. All of these processes are means of exploring and getting in touch with the side of yourself that's difficult to face, allowing you more space to accept it and understand it, rather than to avoid it. Now, all of this is not to say, however, that self-love doesn't also include the things you love about yourself as is. And we love others for all that they are, accepting their flaws. That's love. And we have to love ourselves the same way. We dig into the hard stuff and the easy stuff. And if we feel distanced from our own self-love, there is a lot to be said for reminding ourselves about the things we enjoy. No, we can't focus only on them, as mentioned before. But you might also find it refreshing to get back in touch with the things you love about you, regardless of the part that anyone or anything else plays. What are some of the finest attributes that you're proud of? Where are they most present in your life, and how can you extrapolate those times that they're most present? What things do you like to do that you don't need anyone to watch or approve of, and how can you make more time for them? It's possible that all of this fracas that you've been distracted by has distanced you enough from these things about yourself that you find to be anything but disgusting. The things that you don't even think to question whether or not you have enough of. The things that transcend the physical body you're measuring yourself by. Getting back in touch with these things while at the same time questioning and adjusting the elements of your life that don't support the feelings you want to have about yourself is a surefire way to understand yourself better, forgive yourself more, relish in your wins, and move towards a life of self-love. This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe. Dive into the Western trend with gold cowboy boots from Stott. Or go full 90s throwback with platforms from Prada. You can shop for everything on your agenda. Whether it's a breezy Zimmerman dress for garden party or a bright Chloe blazer for brunch. Find inspiration for your new vibe. Every day at Saks.com. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and... What do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Little extra sauce in this episode, folks. Perhaps our longest one yet. Maybe it's because there was a lot to discuss. Maybe 
I just wanted to pay extra attention to it because it started off with some nice compliments. <laughs> Kidding. Kidding. It was the former. It was a great question and uh, an honor to answer it and was something I think a lot of us needed to hear and felt connected to if I had to speak on behalf of the audience. Uh, I know I felt that way. So thank you again for sending it in. Of course, you can send your own questions in and have them answered on the show by emailing them to advice at oldpodcast.com. That's advice at oldpodcast.com. We've loved the ones we've been getting, but the more the merrier, so keep them coming. Another reminder, uh, we are sending out a free book from our collection to those who submit questions as yet another tool for you. And uh, if that's not enough, you can also check out my other videos and essays at gregaudino.com or check me out on Instagram at simplygreggles where I post some content as well. Okay? So can't wait to talk to you guys in the next one. Until then, everybody.